enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Friend Friday, and that means we get to talk to someone in the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. And I'm very pleased that today we're talking to Tensi Taylor, who I wanted to talk to before October ended because this is National Anti-Bullying Month. And Tenzi wrote a story for the book that I co-authored with Deborah Norville last year, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Possible. And her story is about being bullied as a child and how she overcame it. So Tenzi, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you, Amy. So you're from Lewisburg, North Carolina, but you are now out in L.A. Yes, I have been in Los Angeles for four years now. All right. And I see you graduated with a BA in communications with a media concentration in 2009, but you minored minored in psychology. And then you got your master's in education at USC. And now you are working. Are you working at USC? I am. I am the assistant director of the USC Black Alumni Association. And I have the best of both worlds to be able to work with alumni and students and to help students on their career path and give them motivation and raise scholarship funds for students here. So I thoroughly enjoy my job. And you are also on the board of directors for the We Are Ohana Foundation. And that's a foundation that really helps with disadvantaged youth in Los Angeles. Absolutely. I have such a passion to help our young people, particularly those who come from disadvantaged or underserved backgrounds. And I just want to do my part to provide my time and resources to let young people know that anything is possible if they just have the right support system, if they work hard and just keep going. And then you also have a television thing that you do. Tell us about that. Yes. I started something on my YouTube page called Spilling the Tea with Tea, and it's spilling the tea in a positive way. I talk about different issues, one being bullying, because that's very near and dear to my heart. And I have psychologists, friends, different people come on my segment and share their story and how we can all overcome different obstacles and just spread positivity in the world today. It is very much needed. And again, the message that I just want to continue to convey to everybody is no matter what circumstances or obstacles you're going through, keep going, keep pressing forward, think possible, and, and you can overcome and achieve it. Well, I know that one of your favorite quotes is by Gandhi, and it's be the change that you wish to see in the world. And I think that you're really helping people. And I love your new book, which you all can find on Amazon. It's called Bullied from Terror to Triumph, My Survival Story. Tell us about that. And then tell us about your story in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Possible. Absolutely. So first, thank you, Amy. You were one of the people who endorsed my book. So I really appreciate that. And I continue to be saddened and disheartened by hearing so many stories of young people who were being bullied at school and resorting to suicide because of the bullying. And this tugged very deeply at my heart because for 13 years from kindergarten through 12th grade, I was physically, verbally, and emotionally bullied by peers and in some instances, a teacher at school. And the bullying began on my very first day of kindergarten and students threw food at me in the cafeteria on the bus. In one instance in middle school, a student tried to break my arm because I refused to open the locker room door for her. 
students called me names such as Big Eyed Freak, Geico Direct. They said I was ugly. They picked me for my size because I'm very small. So I could relate to many of the stories that I heard on the news from young people who were being bullied, and I wanted to be part of the solution. And so I decided to write my book and to share my story and to be vulnerable with everything that transpired with bullying. I also talk about how I was sexually assaulted when I was 14 years old. So I wanted to share my story in hopes of helping others and realize that my family, my mentors, and a few teachers, they were the ones who helped keep me going and let me know that there would be better days ahead. And so for anyone who's being bullied, this is not going to last forever. You have to find the proper resources, tell a teacher, speak up, reach out, seek help, because it's just an epidemic today. And when I saw the, the um, for the uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul thing possible book about have you ever overcome an obstacle, this really resonated with me because, I mean, 13 years of being bullied, that is a tremendous obstacle to overcome. But I saw it possible. And today I'm, I'm vibrant, I'm happy, and I just want to share my story to do good, to help others. People from all over the world have reached out to me because I promote my book very heavily on social media. One girl said she was currently being bullied. Um, I received a phone call the other day from a parent whose daughter is terribly being bullied, and I walked her through the process of what she should do, what the child should do to help alleviate the bullying. So I just want to spread positivity and kindness and to teach people to have resiliency, tenacity, and determination. Well, that's good. We're very passionate about our own anti-bullying program at Chicken Soup for the Soul. We have a program. It's an academic curriculum, actually. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul Hallway Heroes, and we have rolled it out nationwide. It's being used in schools across the country, in elementary school, and now we're rolling out middle school, and next year we'll be rolling out high school. And it, we use Chicken Soup for the Soul stories combined with lesson plans to teach kids good values, compassion, tolerance, kindness, respect, because those good values will crowd out any bullying behaviors. So we are very much in tune with what you're talking about. And I want to tell everybody the saying that you talked about in your story. And here it is. I used other people's desire of wanting to see me fail as more motivation to see myself excel. And you certainly have done that. <laughs> Absolutely, I have. And it's funny how the students who bullied me in school, they just, they wanted me to do badly. And I was always bemused because I was a good student. I was polite. I was mannerable. So I could understand if I were doing something wrong. Sure, get on my case. But I was nice and I tried to befriend the students, but they just weren't having it. And so I was determined to prove them wrong and to make all of my dreams and aspirations come true. And so in addition to working at USC, I am a red card carpet host in Hollywood, and I have had the chance to interview more than 300 celebrities at different events in Hollywood, the Emmys, the Oscars, the NAACP Image Awards, the Grammys. Um, I've had the chance for celebrities to have endorsed my book that you spoke of earlier. 
I'm on a book tour. Um, so I've been to Atlanta, I'll be in Texas, North Carolina, New York, coming up for different book tours, getting my book out there. I am collaborating with different schools, trying to get my book into the school system. I am doing something with the D.A.R.E. program here in L.A. because bullying is everywhere, whether it's at school, in the workplace, even at church, on the highway. You can't escape it. It is everywhere. And so this is a, a very pertinent and powerful topic, and I just want to use my voice to be able to help as many people as I can. And as you said earlier, Amy, it goes back to those values, compassion, respect, kindness. And anytime I see someone do a kind act, I'll say, wow, that was very nice of you. Or I myself will do a kind act. I'll pay for someone's food, a random stranger. I'll give a compliment or give a hug. We need to be more loving and kindness, have that in the world today. And I think if we were to have that, it wouldn't be so much animosity and hatred going on. Yeah, I remember being bullied myself, and I understand what you're saying about being bullied just for being good at school, because in 10th grade, I happened to love American history, and every single day, these two boys would go, Amy, Amy, every time I would raise my hand, because I always knew the answers, because I loved American history. I was like a sponge absorbing it, so it got to the point where I wouldn't even raise my hand when I knew the answer. And then when no one else would answer the question from the teacher, I'd go, oh, and I'd raise my hand and I'd answer the question because no one else did. And then I'd hear, Amy, Amy. And I used to fantasize about like tipping over the table that those two boys were sitting at. But eventually my boyfriend uh, beat one of them up, which might not be the recommended practice anymore. (laughs) That's probably not politically correct, but I have to admit it worked. Yeah, and and some people will say, Tensi, why didn't you fight back? Well, again, I'm very small, and so I was afraid, and these students were much bigger than me, but I'm not a violent person, and I was not going to go outside of my character to do that. Maybe if I would have beat someone up or had someone beat someone up for me, the bullying would have stopped, but I'm such a positive person, and although it's unfortunate that I had to go through what I went through, I'm, I'm kind of glad I did because I'm able to to spread awareness and, and understanding and to other people because when I have been sharing my story on different interviews, it's amazing how the people will reach out to me and say, wow, I was bullied. I never knew you were bullied. Thank you for sharing your story. I can bring about healing. And that's what uh, I want to do. So. You know, I'm not all, I'm not for violence. I don't uh, condone it. But in, in some situations, you do need to uh, stand up for yourself and have self-defense because people can just be mean and every single day to pickle you verbally and, and, and physically. It's, it's just uncalled for. But people handle things in different ways. Well, I went to a high school reunion, and one of the boys came up to me at the high school reunion and was being all friendly. And I said, you don't remember how you tormented me in 10th grade? And in retrospect, I think the boys probably thought I was cute. And you know how stupid boys are at that age? They think by teasing you, they're going to get your attention. But he ended up um, joining Alcoholics Anonymous and sending me an apology letter, which was part of the AA program. So he apologized to me for the 10th grade bullying. But that was decades later. Yeah. Well, that's good that you got an apology because some people who bullied me relentlessly still haven't apologized and I would bring this to their attention and they say, oh, I was just playing. You know, I didn't mean anything by it. And I'm like, wow, you tried to break my arm and you think that's playing or you pushed me in the locker. I mean, and they know they did this stuff. So even if they were to give a simple apology, 
know, I can let bygones be bygones and move forward. But some people are just still in denial or thinking, oh, girl, please, you, you should develop a tougher skin. It was not that serious. But bullying has dramatic, dramatic effects on people. So people should be conscious of what they say and how they treat others. Yeah, and I think girls are very sensitive. And we don't realize sometimes when we're teenagers that boys are such idiots at that age that they actually think that teasing us is the way to get positive attention from us. They don't realize that it really hurts. Mm-hmm. Very true. And then, too, with girls, it can be catty. And my parents would tell me later on, oh, the girls who are picking on you, they're just jealous because, you you know, you, you're nice looking, you're polite. And, and I didn't see it at the time, but it was just jealousy and insecurity. And, again, I tried to befriend these students. I wasn't picking on them. And they still wanted to have a field day with me because they knew I wouldn't do or say anything because I was afraid. And even when my parents read my book, they were shocked to know that I had been through so much because I didn't share all this with them. Because the times when I did share information with them, they would go to the school and the teachers and principals would get involved. And then the bullies would just bully me more. Oh, so you told me, oh, now I'm really going to make your life miserable. So I kept a lot of stuff inside. But and I really think, you know, counseling, talking to someone is very important, very very healing process, very cathartic. So I definitely recommend for those who are being bullied or parents, please be aware of signs if your son or daughter is being reserved or just seeing a change in their behavior. Just be cognizant of, uh, of how they're behaving. So if somebody reads your book, a parent, they might be able to figure out what some of the signs are that their children are being bullied and so they'll know what to look for. Absolutely. So they'll know the signs that I went through. And then I also have research in there. I have statistics in there about bullying, about the numbers of how many students are bullied, signs to look for. And then I have resources that people can reach out to. And my book, it's, 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 it's not a you know sad story all the time. It's funny. I have humor in there. Uh, you'll you'll uh, finish reading it feeling inspired. And anybody, whether you're bullied or not, can relate to my story because bullying was my obstacle. And everybody in, in society has had or is going through some type of obstacle. You just have to find the proper way, the right way for you to be able to handle it. So it's, it's received 4.8 out of 5 stars on Amazon. It's doing very well. It's a bestseller on Amazon. Um, so I'm really getting the message out there, and it makes me feel good that even though I went through that behavior, that I'm, I'm finding the positive. I'm finding the silver lining, and that's what it's all about. Well, that's great. Tensi Taylor, that's T-E-N-S-I-E Taylor. Look for her book on Amazon. Thanks for joining us today. And for our listeners, I want to tell you that next time we get together, it will be Halloween, and we'll talk about how one family's dog reacted to hearing the word treat all night long. Now, if you want to read Tenzi's story, it's in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Possible. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, to learn more about it. And remember that if you want your daily tip on how to be simply happy, check out hashtag Simply Happy Project on Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, Tenzi. Thank you. Thank you.